Husky Talk Plus. Welcome to day four. Let's start with some breaking news. Jesse Roy was the first musher to reach McGrath. Being the first musher to McGrath, Jesse won the Spirit of Iditarod Award. She received a pair of beaver and moose hide mittens and a beaver hat, both made by residents of McGrath. When she arrived, she told the race marshal, Mark Nordman, you know, I've never been first to an Iditarod checkpoint. Maybe this will be the first of many for Jesse. Check out our podcast we did with Jesse earlier this year. In other news, Jim Lanier and Nick Pettit have both scratched from the race. Jim scratched due to concern with his own well-being, and Nick scratched due to concern with the well-being of his dog team. Let's take a look at the current leaderboard. As of 10 a.m. Central Time on March 11th, our top five include Brent Sass, Travis Beals, Lance Mackey is still up there, Jesse Royer, and the Richie Deal. Rumor has it some of Pete Kaiser's dogs are in heat, which is affecting his race. There is a lot of race left, and you never know what will happen. It sounds like Allie Zirkle is saying her team doesn't look like a competitive team this year. She will still do her best, but is going to keep it fun for her and the team. Next up is our checkpoint check-in. Today we are going to talk about McGrath, Takana, and Ofer. McGrath is the first checkpoint in which the first musher to arrive earns an award. We talked earlier about Jesse Royer being the first to McGrath. McGrath is one of the biggest villages on the trail with a population of 479. McGrath is 311 miles into the race. Takatna is a favorite place for mushers. Many mushers take uh, their 24-hour rest there. Here. One of the reasons is because the volunteers make tons of pie. Ofer comes after Tukatna and is a ghost town except during Iditarod. Ofer was a town during the gold rush times. Back again today to talk with us about rookies and the weather is our Iditarod expert, Chaz St. George. Welcome back, Chaz. Hi, Chaz. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Can you tell us about the rookies of the Iditarod this year? Sure, sure. We, we've got we've got a number of rookies this year, and I, and just, I can go over this with you really quickly here because I'm kind of looking at where they are and how they're doing right now. Um, and what comes to mind right away is that these rookies are uh, are on a trail right now that is uh, that is is sort of a. Uh, is, is, is getting lower and lower. So the snow that's been packed around that trail um, is is up higher. So you, you can have you can have a lot of mushers right now just because of you know the conditions that we have. A lot of mushers are going to be um, are going to actually be. Uh, it, it looks like they're running in a trough, you know, and and so it's interesting. You'll see the dogs the dogs heads and, and ears. You know, and, and tails wagging and everything, but that's all you can see. You can't see the rest of their bodies, so it's it's kind of interesting. Um, so back to rookies. Here we go. We have uh, right now uh, Mila Porcel, who is uh, originally from Denmark. Mila has been has been a big part of expeditions and around the world uh, with with sled dogs, and uh, she's she's a great musher. She is a rookie, and she's in 21st place right now. After her. We have Tom Foyda uh, Johansson, who is from Norway. Uh, he's another rookie, but he's really not because he's he's run uh, about 20 uh, Finnmark Lopets. Those are large. Those are long races. They're 
they um, and and uh, those races are, are close to, to our race. Uh, they're about 250 miles off the off the mark in terms just in terms of distance. So Tom that comes to this with a fairly good understanding of what he needs to do to um, to finish the race with a healthy team. <laughs> Excuse me. And so there's only three three positions that separate um, Mila and Tom at this point. And then um, as I go down this list, I notice that, that you know, Riley Deitch, uh, Riley is, uh, is in Nikolai right now, um, and, and she is uh, just, you know, getting her team ready to go to the next, uh, to the next third of this race. And uh, Sean Underwood, I don't know if you remember who Sean is, but Sean is the understudy of Jeff King. And uh, Sean is the one that had to re that replaced Jeff King uh, when he uh, had an obstructed intestine. That that surgery he had right before the race started. We Sean is, uh, Sean. is a, oh, go ahead. We interviewed Sean. Oh, you did. Oh, that's so cool. He's a cool guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so Sean's in uh, is right now. He's in. Uh, 36th place, and he's—I think he's just taking it real easy, get finding finding the team's rhythm, and and I expect him to move up into the rankings. Dika Nachtborgen is uh, is in uh, 38th position, uh, uh, followed by Martin Mascotti uh, in 39th position, and then you have Fabio Berlusconi uh, who is in 43rd position, Gabe Dunham, who's in 44th position. And that rounds out the uh, rookies. There is one other rookie team that I want to share with you that's, that's in 46th position right now, and that is Martin Boozer. His, his, his team is all rookies, their first time running. So um, and Damon, uh, and, and then in 48th position is Damon Ravaker, um, and he's a rookie as well, Grayson Bruch, Bruton, who has, has been training with Mitch Stevie's uh, kennel. He's in 51st place. And then uh, Casey Merringer, who is in 56th place. That rounds out all of our rookies. Talk to us about the weather and if that has played a factor in the race. Oh, yes, it has. But but you see these teams coming in, and they're, they're, they look, uh, the teams look really great. And, and what's really interesting is, each one of these mushers is, is running with 14 members on a team, just like they did last year. But but that does make a difference. This is the first time that that they, the, the the teams have seen the uh, northern route in a number of years. So when I say that, um, what they're doing right now is is uh, they're moving forward pretty quickly. The second third of this race, as uh, as as uh, you may have already, you know, you may already know that second third of the race. It goes up through um, the Yukon, and then it, it heads to the Gold Coast. So the Yukon River this year is going to be a uh, very, very uh, interesting, it's going to be an interesting trail because there's plenty of snow. And so th that means that the mushers are going to be able to continue on without having to, to worry too much about too many other uh, conditions other than weather and, and of course, moose. And so, plus they have an added benefit, and that benefit is that the Yukon River, the wind on the Yukon River, will be at their backs um, on the northern route. 
which gives them a tremendous amount of opportunity to, uh, to, to utilize that to keep their teams uh, running down the trail effectively and, and, uh, and, and helps them to better manage uh, the whole team's energy. I think right now it's cold, but you know I'm sure Ms. Montgomery has talked to you guys about this. These, these dogs excel at uh, zero to 15 degrees below zero. I mean, they, that's their sweet spot. Uh, when it gets up above that 15 degrees above zero and more towards the to, towards the, the 30s, um, they they have a uh, they really have a tendency to overheat, and and that has not happened at this point. The temperatures have been great, 25 below zero uh, earlier this morning in McGrath. You can you can tack on another 10 or 15 degrees for Cripple, which is where some of these uh, mushers are headed right now. And um, and it's going to be it's going to be pretty cold, but for the dogs, that's that's an optimum plus. All the mushers have stopped in Takatna. Are they taking their twenty-four hour break? Um, I would say the majority of the dogs uh, that are in uh, the teams that are in uh, Takatna right now are taking their twenty-four hour break. Uh, you know, you can declare it and then and then go ahead and and, uh, and say no, nope, I'm not going to do it. Uh, but but the fact is, and, and, you know, I think most teams are resting there, uh, intending to take their 24-hour break. This is a, a critical, uh, you know, area to do that because they've they've, they've completed more than 300 miles. They're at about 330 something, I think, or 20 something, and when they get to Takatna, and and quite honestly, what what they're doing now is they're just re-repairing, resting. And getting themselves prepared for the next um, for the next uh, 600 miles. I think it's important that though that to remember that we have two eight-hour rest areas still left to, to um, for these mushers to encounter. The first one would be on the Yukon River. Uh, many many people rest in, in uh, Ruby. Uh, others will rest at, at at other locations up the trail. But uh, then, then the final one is at White Mountain. That's another eight hours uh, that they rest there. So, so they're still getting rest. And right now, when you look at uh, when you look at uh, uh, what what their ratios are, they're running just a little above one hour rest for every hour of uh, run. Thanks a lot, Chaz. We will talk to you next time. Can we talk about dropping dogs and scratching? Next time or now? Next time. Okay. We can talk about dropping dogs and scratching next time. I love that. Thank you so much. And let's see what is going on with the back of the pack. Currently running in the red lantern position is Quince Mountain. Quince is a pretty cool guy. His wife, Blair, ran the race last year. We interviewed Quince earlier this year. Check out his podcast with us. It's time for Iditarod question of the day. Monday's question was, uh, was who won the first Iditarod? Dick Wilmerth won the first Iditarod in 1973 with a, day, with a time of 20 days, 49 minutes, and 41 seconds. That is a big difference in the times you, you will see today. Today's question of the day, who was the first female to run the Iditarod? Email your answers to huskytalk1 at gmail.com. We will read your name on the podcast if you get the answer correct. Thanks again to Chaz. We will talk to you next time, again next time. Keep following the race. 
we jumped the gun. We have been made aware that Nick Petit ended up not scratching from the race. He dropped two dogs and has continued on. Happy trails. I did, I did, I did, I did the right trail.